0: Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts.
1: Jamie's Log, Progressive. The Harrington's Backyard, day 11, 443 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's Backyard to prove Progressive as 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington said she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round the clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is a podcast from Minute Media.
2: This is Stacking the Box with NFL Insider Matt Burgeram and Mark Carmen. We are 6 weeks into the NFL season, and I would like to start today, Matt Verderam, with the meltdown that you are not calling the meltdown as the Chiefs did beat the Washington football team, thirty-one to thirteen. And for the record, Mark Harmon, yours truly, Chicago Media Pool, pick the Chiefs once again, two and zero this year betting Kansas City Verderam. Uh, by the way, big man bets. Is a great show on Wednesdays, and you should go to BetSided and check out all your gambling needs at winbet.com. Uh, but right now, I want to read Vertoram's Meltdown, which caused me to believe that I was going to lose my bet. On, <laughs> you on, know me. You, a meltdown? Yes, this is a meltdown. This is, Look <laughs> at your tweets. Look at your tweets. Fire, fire uh, away, Carm. All right. Um, let's see. It starts out with... Uh, the Chiefs are beyond cooked mentally. I really think Super Bowl the, that Super Bowl fundamentally altered them. They always had an unmistakable confidence that's gone. That sounds like a burial to me.
3: I think it also has to be said. What now? For context, this was happening during the first half of the game against Washington. Yes. Yes. Well, no, I just want to put that out there because it, it's you know it's okay.
2: different. If it's that or it's like, you know, Thursday afternoon. No, no. I want to I wanna talk about in the moment, I've yeah. got my bets online Sunday. I've got the Chiefs. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Washington. Right. Yep. Bounce-back game. I'm trying to relax and enjoy my Sunday as the Bears are getting owned by Aaron Rodgers. And yep. you keep popping up in my Twitter. I'm not watching the Chiefs game. I'm watching the Bears game. No, you're, and you're welcome. You're, and you're just firing away. The Chiefs aren't fixing it. It's a full-blown disaster, and I'm not talking about – and I'm not only talking about the defense. And then you – the Chiefs have talent, but they're a bad football team. They're miles from being a contender. And then you retweeted yourself a, quote, really bad football team. That was the uh, Mahomes
3: pick, I believe, the second one. Yeah, this. I'm is not 100% s- sure. It was out of the heart. It was, a t- it was on a turnover, though, for This. Sure.
2: This is – you're not – by the way, you're not calling this a meltdown. This is so no. bad, period. So bad, period. The Chiefs deserve to get blasted in this game. Of course, they came on to blast the, 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 the Washington football team. Uh, and then – I'll just read this last one. The Chiefs have been hideous offensively. Can't block. Hill turns a likely touchdown into interception. They blew field position. It's been ugly since the opening drive. I think you should apologize to Chiefs fans who are trying to remain level-headed during a, a, a an you, away. Yes,
3: go ahead. Did you watch the game?
2: No, no, I did oh, not.
3: That, that was, look, I very rarely, like, God knows in my earlier days, I probably did that every Sunday. I very rarely do that anymore because I usually don't tweet a lot during the games. I just don't. It's kind of my rule of thumb, but in this case, I understand why you think it's a meltdown. If you were watching that game, that was a completely level-headed analysis of that football team through the first 35 minutes. Like I,
2: they were awful. I'm not saying level-headed meltdown. That's fine. Meltdown level-headed. I mean, it was – look, you missed the best tweet
3: in there where I called them the football version of Chernobyl, which actually know. was a meltdown. Like, look, <laughs> they, they they, could not have been worse in the first half. Now, the second half of the game did not start out great. They had an 18-yard punt, but they rallied afterwards and outscored Washington 21 nothing. But I got to tell you, I still stand by those tweets. Like, they – they are miles from being a contender right now. now. None of that stuff is to say, and I said that in the moment as well, that they can't get better and go on. But they're not fixing some of this stuff. They're not fixing this pass rush. They're, they're not fixing their, their linebacking play, which is just, just atrocious. Like they're, they're not fixing some of this stuff. And the turnovers, the turnovers are nuts. If they were playing a better team on Sunday, they either would have lost or it would have been a dogfight to the end. Now, they got bailed out by the fact that, to their credit, their defense did play much better on Sunday. And Washington stinks. Okay. Washington got three turnovers in the Chiefs in a quarter and scored seven points. Like, they stink. But, but if that's a, if that's this weekend against the Titans, the Chiefs lose by two touchdowns.
2: All right, we're we're gonna make another bet right now because I should have won the first bet of the year, which was the Andy Dalton Justin Fields. Was he voided get, by injury. He, he won't get on the field till October as the starter, which would have been true, but then Dalton got hurt and things changed. So that that was right, voided by injury. W- where, how how I'll bet you uh and this will be c- concluded at the in, in the middle of January and I'd like it to be the polar plunge as the actual payoff here. Uh, I will bet you that they make it to the AFC championship game. you want to take that on? How down are you on this on the Kansas City Chiefs or do that's, I- t-
3: that's tough only because a you're a long way from the AC championship game, and b in a playoff game. Like that team's terrifying because you just don't know. Like they they could lose to anyone in a playoff game the way they play this year. But they're also the kind of team that if you're Baltimore, if you're Buffalo, you're not like yeah, bring them in, you know. Like I, so listen, let's do let's do this. I'll bet you that. Yeah. Okay. Listen, obviously, I hope you win the bet, but I'll bet you that. Let's do this since it's going to be around the holidays at that point. If if you're right, if they get to the AFC Championship game, I will donate a hundred dollars to any charity you choose.
2: Wow, a hundred bucks and, to my and, choice of my charity,
3: and and I and the other and and you the other way if they don't get there.
2: That's fine. That's fine. You know All what? Right.
3: That way at least somebody wins.
2: Okay. Okay. Right? Like hundred
3: dollars okay. to the other person's charity, and and we'll tack on to make it fun. Like this funny thing. We'll do what we do with the feels thing where one of us has to tweet out that like, I'm a dope and the other one's a genius and blah, blah, blah. Sure. I'll do my,
2: okay. I'll do my salute. Matt Verderam, uh, email. I mean, uh, video on Twitter. Sure. And a hundred dollars is, uh, you know, this ain't no, uh, hundred you know, bucks
3: to charity. Yeah. Just remember, and, these and are the well, fan
2: side of guys putting a hundred dollars in. It's it ain't like Colin Colin Coward or Stephen A. Smith doing a hundred. A hundred dollars means something to me and here, or At least means something to me. This is a significant bet we got going on here.
3: Of course. And by the way, you might win it. I just they are. I mean, Carm, I'm telling you. If you did you see the second pick,
2: Mahomes through? Yeah, I did. I did, and he still that might be the Mahomes. worst interception
3: I've ever I, seen I, at the NFL. Level.
2: But right, but like, dude, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. He's Patrick Mahomes. No, you of do, course, you, of course. You, you sweat nothing. Nothing not, ever listen. No, no, I'm not. And, and by the way,
3: if you go back, and look, I was Spotrack tweeted out his contract at that point. And they're like,
2: I, I, I saw,
3: and I killed them even in the moment for that. Okay, there was another guy who I'm not gonna, you I actually like his feet, but I killed him for another tweet. Like, no, 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 of course he's Mahomes. No one, no one's like questioning that, but I'm just saying that was the level of disaster going on in that game. Like, he's throwing the ball as he's getting sacked, right? but it was. He's trying to make a play he
2: he has, he has unshakable confidence in himself. Okay. Well, maybe he should
3: have a little bit less if that was included
2: in the confidence (laughs) level. Okay.
3: That was, that was like a Jameis Winston. "Eh, What the hell? I'll just throw it straight up in the air. Like that said, the second half of the game, they came out they were utterly dominant. Now they play Tennessee. We're going to get to that game later. That's going to be a game that tells me all like have they actually fixed some things or does Derrick Henry go for 250 and four touchdowns
2: Well okay so since you brought them up uh, well, you brought up Derrick Henry, actually, which is one, another yeah, topic. To I, want, game. I, want, I, I, want, I want to hit on go the point. Titans and, and, and Henry and the Bills losing. But uh, when we're taking stock at the start of here, you know, six games into the season, the Arizona Cardinals are six and 0 they've had a lot of close games for the record. Uh, they should have lost to the Vikings. They didn't. Minnesota makes a kick. They lose that game. And everybody knows that Minnesota is, is not the best team in football. Are you buying in on the Cardinals as the best team in football at six and zero?
3: I'm buying in as their top three right now. Right now. I, I always use the caveat right now because we're in October. Right now they are. Now, there are some things with them that concern me. They've got a lot of older guys who are, who are playing big roles in that team. Okay? J.J. Watts got a major injury history. A.J. Green has a major injury history. Yeah, th- those are things. that you know, Chandler Jones missed a lot of time last year. Like th- that, is, that is a concern that I have about them that as a year goes on, do, the, do those guys stay on the field and stay productive?
2: Well, that was 2020 for them. The, the second half of the year, they were banged up. Right. And they went- Murray
3: got hurt. He played through it, but he got hurt. The other concern I have is Kingsbury, who I, I am a, let me call myself out. I am a dope. When we talked before the season and we all had to make bold predictions on who's going to be the first coach fired, I said that he was my pick because I could see it going sideways. Now he's 6 and 0. Oh, so kudos to him. But do I, like, you look at the NFC. Do I believe in Kingsbury in a huge moment? No, not yet. But they are six and zero. Murray's played very, very well. Their defense is getting it done. I do think it'll regress some, but you have to say they're one of the best teams in football. I mean, I think it's six and zero. You 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 owe them that.
2: I think it's super fun too. Like oh, for sure. It, like Kyler Murray and the JJ Watt. Uh, Veteran Arizona Cardinals, like, like people are unwilling to say they believe in the Cardinals. They're the Cardinals. This is—it's a nice little cute story, but unlike last year when you had the Pittsburgh Steelers, who you yelled about every single week and turned out to be right. I think Arizona is—is—is uh, is, is not. I don't think they're going anywhere, Verduram. I really don't. You're. This is MVP candidate to the finish in my mind, and injuries are you, you can't predict them last year they got cranked and they started losing games so hopefully they'll get cranked less and I'm you know they're not going to go 17 and 0 or even 15 and 2 but they should win that division damn it let's go Arizona Karm predicted it stay stick with Karm on his amazing predictions let's bring back the tape uh who who else are you who's your like in your top three who are who are you putting in there brother
3: top three I mean I I still have Tampa in there. I know you and I are different on Tampa. I, I still think, I think when the Bucs are healthy, they're the best team in football. So I, I think it's Tampa. I think right now you got to see Arizona. And I don't care that they lost yesterday. Buffalo. Th- those three teams to me now, in my power rankings, because you got to affect, they looked they lost. I think, I think I have, I think I have Tampa, Arizona and the Rams or something, but I think the best three teams overall, as we go down this stretch will be those three teams. Now, you know, injuries happen. Whatever, Buffalo is going to get dinged by everybody and, and their mother because they lost. I like, I don't overreact. Like if Allen picks up a foot there, they're winning the game. But people will go nuts because it's a storyline
2: and make it out like, oh, are they
3: floundering? Like no, they're not. They're still well, really good.
2: Do you like the call? Did you in the moment where you're like, yes, that's right, go for yes. it? Yes, you, yes. you and did. I actually
3: thought I I thought they should have snuck the ball. It's a play where look, you know, Simmons makes a great play. Allen doesn't get his footing, it happens. If I'm a Bills fan, I'm more pissed at the defense. They could not get off the field the entire second half of the game. I was just giving up touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. But do I do I think there's people go nuts with the transitive property, right? Like, oh well, the Titans beat the Bills, so therefore they're better than the. Bills. They're not better than the Bills. They're, they're not. Like, they won the game. Give them credit. It was a wild game. Do I think Tennessee's a better team than Buffalo? No, I don't. I don't if anybody's a better team right right now in the AFC than Buffalo it's Baltimore and I think Baltimore is very good but I think the bills are better
2: the Ravens man that was I thought the most stunning score of the week it was they crushed the Chargers I mean and you look at last week Lamar goes 37 of 43 this week was way more pedestrian. He threw a couple of picks. Yeah, he really wasn't that good, but they were great. They're right. I'm like, like here's Lamar as their guy. He doesn't even play well, Bo- borderline bad. They beat him by 28. Yeah. I mean, I,
3: wow. I think with Baltimore. The biggest challenge I have with them is a, they have a lot of injuries that are season ending does that at some point become a depth problem where they just can't overcome it? But to their po- to their credit, they have been getting it done. They're five and one. They've overcome those injuries through this point. The other thing I wonder with them is their passing defense this year has largely been horrendous. Does that bite them in the ass come to the place? Now they shut Herbert down. They shut Herbert down. Give them all the credit in the world. There under 200 yards, five yards in attempt to pick. They were great against him. Um, Look, that game, and I picked the Chargers to win. I, I could not get a feel for it all week. And I just said, well, you know, Baltimore's had some really weird wins, which is true. I mean, the Lions game, the Colts game, the Chiefs game. But I handed to them. They crushed them. And the Chargers, real quick on that, they've got a problem. And this is – I think we even talked about this last week before the Ravens game. Their defense is not good. They give up a ton of yards. You know, I mean, you go look at the Chargers' defensive tolls. They were really, really good against the Raiders on Monday Night Football, which I think skewed everybody's perception of them. That defense is awful. And they're another team that's relying on two guys in Bosa and James were hurt all the time. If either one of them goes down, that defense goes from awful to like they're never going to get off the field. But they are 4-2, and two, and you give them credit for that.
2: Where are you at on the five and ones in the NFC between the Rams, the I'm taking the Bucks out of it, the Rams, the Packers, and the Cowboys? I think the
3: Rams are the best of those three teams. Uh, they're the most complete. They do the most things defensively that I like. I would then take the Packers. The Packers, there's one thing about them that scares me, though. I don't, you know, last year it felt like that offense was just an absolute dynamo. I do not feel like that this year. Rodgers is not thrown for a ton of yards. Adams is, again, the only guy in the passing game who scares you at all. I have all the respect in the world for their running backs. Jones is a great player. Dylan's very good. That line's been beat up. I know they're getting Bakhtiari back. And their defense is is a crap show health-wise. Alexander's hurt. Jadarius Smith's hurt. I put them ahead of the Cowboys, though, because I love Dallas's offense. I do not trust that defense. That defense, is can, they have no pass rush. They've played a lot of offenses that can't do anything. The Chargers only scored 17 points. But if you watch that game, the Chargers beat themselves. They should have scored about 35 in that game. So I think all those teams are legit. But I like the Rams, then the Packers, and the Cowboys.
2: I'll tell you one thing I like about Green Bay. They are the most versatile offensively that they've been in a while as far as their ability to run the football. AJ. A.J. Dillon has tree trunks for legs. He is a tough guy yeah. to bring down behind Jones. I mean, they are, uh, you know, Aaron hasn't been, he threw for 195 yards. I mean, it was, it was nothing, you know, granted they play the Bears, but she, the Bears have actually been playing halfway okay football. So uh, I don't know. I Green Bay's versatility offensively is, is interesting, but they're also in a lot of tight games right now. So I, I think that's also worth noting. I do think it's just super interesting though. The pack remember remember when Green Bay lost opening week and it was all over and Aaron was not motivated. And he was just gonna mail it in this year. Didn't did we ever say that <laughs> on this podcast? I really hope we didn't.
3: I no, no, we did not. We both said that that's not gonna happen. Okay. So I feel uh I feel good about that. No, neither one of us ever said that. Um well, I, I think look, the, yeah. the Packers, the big concern now is all the injuries. They're just really beat up. Does it come back to haunt them? I don't know, um, but that's the concern. Listen, right now uh, we can we can wrap on this as far as the the opening. I think there are nine teams in the NFL that really matter, like nine teams that can really like they can win the Super Bowl. Care to take a guess at which nine?
2: Sure, I'll take a run at it. Uh, let's see here, Matt Verdaram's nine. Let me pull up nine my, teams. Nine teams. Let me pull up my standings. So none of
3: this 10 crap, just to, just to round it out. There's okay. nine teams. The so, all
2: right. So Buffalo, Baltimore, yep. Baltimore, yep. the chargers. Yep. And they're nine, by the way, they're not.
3: Uh, okay. I,
2: I think Dallas is in there. Yep. Green Bay's got to be in there. Yep. The bucks is six. The Cardinals are seven. The Rams are eight. So who's yes. your ninth team? 19. Uh. Tennessee? No, Kansas City. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't even say Kansas City. Sure. There you go.
3: Because to me, look, I like Tennessee, but I always come down on you have to be able to make big plays in the passing game. Now, they have the receivers, but I just don't trust Tannehill in those games. He's good. He's not great. I don't love the coaching. Like, by the way, was that not malpractice last night with Rabel? As the clock is just – winding and winding and winding and what wi- and they're just sitting there no, they ended up getting bailed out by the fact that Allen didn't convert that fourth down but it's like you they were going to take three timeouts to the to the freaking post game interviews with him
2: i i wasn't sure what to do though because i think at that point he's hoping like let's just hope that the, we we hold him to a field goal we get in that we we win the coin flip and we win the game how about because, you hold no
3: field goal and they get a field goal on the other side of it
2: yeah but i, I don't think he thought that his defense was actually going to do it so he wanted the you wanted the the additional clock pressure on him. That's how I thought he was viewing it. I I thought he was crazy. That said, look, I just I think
3: Tennessee's on the out. Well, they are on the outside of that bubble for me. There's no one else in the NFC that's even close. In the AFC, Tennessee and Cleveland were like my teams that just missed. I just cannot get past with Cleveland. May Mayfield's been awful. Then today he comes out and says he's got a torn labrum in his shoulder. He's got other damage. His shoulder keeps popping out. I mean, they, that team they got a million guys hurt. I, I just don't see it in Cleveland. I think there'll be a playoff team, but I do not think they are any threat to to win a Super Bowl. Cincinnati, it's way too early. The Raiders are not winning the Super Bowl. So those nine. And the Chargers are ninth. And I, I consider leaving them out, but I love Herbert. I really like Staley. But they've never even been in a playoff game. And that defense is a wreck. Like Kansas City's defense is a wreck, but the Chiefs have the pedigree of they, they've been to the Super Bowl the last two years. They've won the Super Bowl. And they have a history of getting better as the year goes on. But I think it's those nine. I can't, get, I can't get anybody else in there. Nobody in the NFC, again, is even remotely close. And in the AFC, I think in the divisionals, you're going to have Buffalo, Baltimore, L.A., and Kansas City, unless they play somehow in the wild card round. I think, by the way, if that shakes that way, that's going to be one hell of a weekend. But um, as you're looking at
2: we're going to have Reed Walla coming up from bedside. who's going to give us our picks this week. Ben Heisler is out. We'll miss you, Ben, but Reed apparently is just 10 times better than Ben is the word on the street. So we're, we're actually upgrading today. I'm kidding. Ben Heisler. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, we'll talk to him in a second, but let me just give you one point on. Protecting the player from themselves and your Baker point. Cause I saw, I saw you tweeting about it. It's like it's yeah. my decision. Nessie, actually I thought you made a great point. Like, sometimes it is or actually all the time closer to all the time than where 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 bakers at it is the job of the organization to protect the player from himself one football game in a career being out there or even multiple games is less important than having you healthy to a help yourself and b help the franchise you don't need to be a hero Baker falls under that thing. And I just want to mention it was Chicago real quick. Akeem Hicks has been battling a groin injury. The bears have been playing f- uh, excellent up front. He's been one of their stalwarts up there, but they did not need him. And so he's got to this whole thing. I'm going to play against the Packers. And I'm like, the dude's got a groin injury. Anybody who's ever had a groin injury, it, they, they don't heal in a week. They don't heal in two weeks. You have to let those, you have to give it the time that it needs. And then you can come back and be the force of a player that you were. Instead, they threw him out there, and then in the third quarter, he, he gets to Aaron Rodgers, and in the middle of getting to him, he blows out his groin, and who knows when he's going to be back. So protecting the player from themselves is a very key component to being a successful organization. Listen to us on stacking the Box. Damn it. Um, I just wanted to get that out there, Werner. I feel better. Thank you. Can we take our first time out of the show?
3: We can
1: at progressive you can get 24 7 protection even if you break the space-time continuum
0: wait every time you wake up is the same day that's terrible
1: yeah don't worry i call progressive their 24 7 protection still works even if my day does last forever
0: yeah but don't you want it to end
1: are you kidding i win the lottery whenever i want and never regret anything it's the best
2: yeah that's a good point
1: progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto we offer round-the-clock protection which literally means anytime coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms bundle discount not available in all states or situations
2: into the future we go place your bets coming up with reed wallach all right we're starting with the nfc verteram give me your best team your best team my brother with less than five wins. So the Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Rams, Cardinals, all off the board. Right. And we don't even have a four-win team. You got go to you gotta go to your 3 No, we winner. do not. We do not. So go ahead.
3: I think it's New Orleans, but I'm not confident in that. Like, Carolina has proven that they're terrible. And we're, we're fraudulent as all hell in the first three weeks of the year. Um, which is the lesson that everybody should learn every year because Denver is the AFC version of that, but that's neither here nor there. The NFC East certainly does not hold the, that, that team. If I had to go another direction, I'd go Minnesota. Maybe it's the Niners. Like Seattle would be the pick, but Russell Wilson's out. They're gonna crater. I don't I think it's New Orleans because I love the coach, I love the defense. And with Michael Thomas coming back in a few weeks, I think that offense is capable. So I think it's them, but man, you leave the NFC and you know, that's going to be one of those like wild card rounds where two teams are just going to get blasted. But uh, who, who do you have?
2: I'm actually going to take Carolina. And Ooh. If, if you look at Donald's numbers, they don't jump out at you, but if you're watching him, he's made some spectacular plays. he's also gotten picked six times in the last three weeks. I I know he he hasn't gotten a lot of help though, either. And they're losing very tight games. They should have been in Minnesota this week. They could have been in the Eagles. And I throw the, say the same thing with the Dallas game. So I don't know. I I think they're they're They should, they actually should be better than what their record is. Now granted, you know, at the beginning of the year, they're being the Texans and, and the jets, but like, let's look at the schedule giants, Falcons, Pats, a lot of winnable games here. Washington, the Dolphins, the Falcons again. Now they sure. got to play. The, I mean, they got to play the Bucks twice, but maybe at the end of the season, Tampa will be kicking. Uh, you know, maybe they're getting ready for the playoffs. I don't know. I, I of those, I, I'm tempted to say Chicago just because Chicago. But don't you dare! I, but I, but I can't do it. So I'll, t- no. I'll take Carolina. All right. Um, I like what's going on. Too, I'm rooting for Sam Darnold. I like guys who. Uh, got screwed and then coming back and proving that they were actually worth more. So I'm, I'm into that story. Speaking of quarterbacks, would you take Dak or Lamar moving forward?
3: You know, even though I'm the one who wrote this question, I think it's a great question.
2: Great question. Great question. I
3: I thought, (laughs) and I thought about it for a while. I think I would take Dak. I would take Dak, but It's it's the safer play, but I want to take a second. Lamar has taken massive steps this year. I have always said I think he's an electrifying talent, but if you make him throw from the pocket and you make him throw outside the numbers, it's bad news for him. He still is not a guy throwing the ball that I think you go, oh, my God, like how do you stop that? But he's gotten much better to a point that you have to respect him throwing to any blade of grass on the field. And that was not the case even last year. So I give him a ton of credit. They have been all banged up like we talked about. He's been awesome. That said, I would take Dak for a few reasons. I think he's more dangerous as a thrower of the football. I think he's a top five thrower of the football in the NFL right now. I also think that coming off that surgery, he, he looks no worse for the wear. He, he can doesn't. still get out of the pocket. He's still mobile. He's not the runner on Lamar as nobody is. But I would take Dak by a whisker. But both of those guys are having great seasons.
2: Look, I mean, for me, Dak's the safer play, more of the pocket passer. He's now, he has had a catastrophic, what looked like at least a catastrophic injury that was violent yeah. um, and has survived it. How does that, uh, you know, does, does that ultimately start to impact his body down the line? That's entirely possible. Everything is connected. Fair question. But it, I'll answer it like this. I'll take Lamar because I would like to watch Lamar every single week. Like, okay. if, if that's your dude, it's just, a, it's just a fun guy to be turning it, your set on it each week and be like, I, I get to watch Lamar Jackson play football. Sometimes great, sometimes not as great, but always entertaining. So that's a weird way of answering it. But but this is this one of the more unique guys we've ever had in the league. I mean, he's just just a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Uh, all right, you put a Chiefs question on here. How concerned should Chiefs fans, Ch- Chiefs fans be about Patrick Mahomes?
3: Not very. Um, he does lead the league with eight picks, which is why it's on there. I am offended However, by
2: the question, but okay, I got it. Well, eight picks, no, but I why. think
3: the, the question, at least in Cheeseland, if you follow, is people are losing their minds over the, the picks nationally. It's become like a running theme now. If you watch them, four of these picks have been balls that literally could not have been better throws that a receiver just can't catch. I mean, right through guys' hands. So, I think it's overblown. Now, he has thrown a couple of picks this year have been awful. I mean, awful. The game against Washington, had there was the one. There's another one against Baltimore where he never should have thrown the ball and he throws it up for grabs. He would tell you those are two horrible picks. In fact, he's talked about it. That said, he is also leading the league in touchdown passes with 18. He is third in yardage. He is second in QBR. So my answer to the question is you should not be concerned. If you're going to be a Chiefs fan, you want to be concerned about something Could be the defense, which, yes, has looked a lot better the last six quarters, but still is, is a major concern. But my answer, one to ten concern level Mahomes, ten being the highest, a two. I would not be concerned about Patrick Mahomes.
2: How much do you think he's putting himself in harm's way trying to do too much on the field? Forget about the picks, but just actually just getting dinged.
3: Um. A little. There's definitely some urgency with them because their defense has been so bad. I actually think that's what helped him in the second half of the game against Washington was he realized, like, they're actually stopping them. We don't have to score seven every time we get the ball. I will say this. The Chiefs at 3-3, and there's absolutely reason for concern. They've been awful defensively. By the way, they're trying to sign Whitney Merciless today, which would be a, a nice signing for them. He has three sacks. He's still a good player. Um, not who he once was, but helpful. They have issues. That being said, they're also the kind of team, if they even get a little bit better defensively and they stop turning the ball over, you could look at them and go, they may not lose another game because they're just so gifted. This year, Here's a fun stat to leave this part of the conversation on. They have 14 turnovers this season, leads the league, 13 of which are on offense. They have 10 punts. If they don't and twelve of those turnovers, I believe, off the top of my head, twelve of those thirteen offensive turnovers have been in opponents' territory. Like if they don't turn the ball over, they're scoring. They're just a juggernaut, but they've beaten themselves. They have to stop. If they do, they'll probably they'll probably be right there and you'll probably win your bet.
2: Right, exactly, which is why logic will prevail and I will be getting a hundred bucks for Virta to the charity of my choice, which I'll have to think about. And I can't wait for this amazing video where you will be instructed to talk about Jordan and or something else that will make <laughs> me smile. All right. Uh, last one with the Browns. What do you do with Baker going forward? He's having uh, you know, what bothers me about Baker and maybe it shouldn't, but quit showing up at press conferences, all angry. I it just, be a professional we're not asking too much come on man like he just he was just his, his latest foray with the media just pissed you know, me off I don't maybe, maybe I shouldn't care
3: no I, I don't think you're wrong like look at all the other great quarterbacks in the league they doing it right I mean be, be, yeah, you don't the, see that like you don't see Lamar or Josh Allen or Mahomes or if you're under Herbert you don't see Dak I mean. Aaron, think about the pressure some of these guys are under, right now. Rogers might be uh, the one example, but he's not—he's not, he's not it, combative. Like he's with his own team, I guess, but he's not with the media. I wouldn't say. Um, Most times, he's enjoyable. I, I would, you know, you look at these other guys now. Do I think that's the end of the world? No, but it's but a maturity thing. I it swear. is a maturity thing. It is. I agree with you. And the comment about, and, and I respect the hell out of him for wanting to play through what's well, got to be a really painful injury. And people say, well, it's his non-throwing shoulder. Okay, but that's the shoulder you're leading with. And you go out in an NFL field and play with a torn labrum. And that, that's the shoulder that if you're getting hit, you're probably getting hit into that shoulder. Right. Like I, I think, I think the Browns need to shut him down for a while. I get you don't want to, because it probably ends your season. I understand that. But if you care about the guy long term, you can't let him play through this. You have to at some point. He's not, he's been awful this year. Awful. And by the way, if I'm Baker's agent, I'm getting in his ear and saying, look, man, you're not helping yourself. Like you're putting a lot of bad tape out there. He was abysmal against Arizona. I I would sit him. I would sit him. I'm not, I'm not sure they will, but I think it's the
2: right Uh, one. Yeah. They're, they're, I don't think they are going to. Um, All right. Quick timeout coming on back here with place your bets. We're looking at the Broncos and those Cleveland Browns, the Chiefs and the Titans, Bengals and Ravens, Eagles and Raiders, Texans, Cardinals, 17 point spread in that one. And we'll wrap it up with the Colts and 49ers. Reed Wallach from Betside is next. Something you probably do know, Progressive can not only
1: offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know, your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know, a runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
2: As mentioned, we're missing our guy Ben Heisler, but Reed Wallach... If you talk to upper management at FanSided slash BetSided, they say that Reed is actually better than Ben, and he joins us as a writer from BetSided. Go to WinBet for all your betting needs. W y n n b e t dot com. Reed, thanks for being on today. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, uh, guys, thanks for having me on. Hopefully, I could fill in for Ben. I know he does great stuff here, so hopefully, I come in and you know make a good impact.
2: Ben is the man, but we're happy to have you today. And let's, uh, we got six games for you. We're going to start with the Broncos and the Browns. Cleveland looking to get their act together. They are a five point favorite. We were just talking about Baker a little while ago and his injury issues. The total is 43 and a half. Give us your play read.
0: Yeah, I, the Broncos were my first bet of the week. I, how could you back the Browns right now with all these injuries? No Kareem Hunt, likely no Nick Chubb, injuries on the offensive line. The Broncos, they've sputtered a little bit, but Teddy Bridgewater rode underdog 15-2 and two against the numbers. So, you know, this is when you want to back Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm all over the Broncos in this one. I'm not expecting a clean game, but I think the Broncos get the cover here.
3: I feel like this game is going to be a complete crap show, and, and it's really going to be a crap show because it's on Thursday night, so you have a short week. But I'm with Reed. Look, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm betting one of the lines, I'm taking the points. I mean Cleveland right now is a mess and if Chubb doesn't play they can't run the ball and if they can't run the ball against Denver you start getting into Mayfield against that secondary that's a tough spot I I also by the way you could just take the under in this game like I I could easily see this being like 16 13 nobody can score a point but um look it's it's going to be interesting if you like teasers my god Denver plus 11 feels like it's like easy money but yeah, I would take Denver. I would take Denver to cover, and I think it, you know whoever, it, it'll come down late to one of these teams trying to score with
2: under five minutes to cinch away a win. On this very moment we're recording, which is uh, what is today Tuesday at uh, eleven thirty-six Central, the public is completely split on this game, which is interesting. That uh, I, we're we're having a a public moment. They don't know who to who to enjoy here via. How, ba- how far are the Browns falling? And I'm not sure if I really want to bet on the Denver Broncos after their performance last week. Speaking of uh, bounce-back performances, by the way, the Chiefs, look at what they did on the road after uh, the Vertoram meltdown as we started the show. Right. Four-and-a-half-point favorites, Matt, at at Tennessee. The Titans with a huge win on Monday night. And it's up, up to five-and-a-half. Wow. wow. Even,
3: the, it, Tennessee won that game, and the Chiefs somehow became even a bigger favorite, makers because of the injuries.
2: Yeah, I think – well, did, gotta be injury related 56 is the number here Reed.
0: yeah uh i'm looking over here like you guys just mentioned the injuries to the titans last night they they were a mess they were down to you know fourth fifth string corners now a short week and you got the chiefs but can the chiefs cover as a road favorite i mean i know they did last week against washington but twice in a row i'm not sure i still can't trust this defense against derrick henry i mean the chiefs one of the worst if not the worst rush defense in the league so i like the over here 56 56 and a half i how aren't both these teams getting to 30 like we saw last night with the Bills and Titans?
3: Yeah, I, I think I have to take the over. I, I, I think it's a race to like 38 points. Yeah. I don't know who the hell is going to stop the other one. And, and you know, Reed, you actually said you know, you're right. They, they did cover as a road favorite. They actually covered in Philadelphia as a road favorite too. They actually have done it twice in a row, but those teams were off. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's, a, that's the first two times they've covered in forever. I mean, the Chiefs have not been covering spreads at all. If I had to, I, I always try to bet the, the the line as well. If I had to, I, I think the Chiefs will win. I would take the Titans to cover. Like, I could see it being like 34 to 30 or something. You know, I I think the Titans will stay in the game for no other reason because the Chiefs can't stop. Now, if Julio Jones is out, that, that hurts. But even still, Henry is the best running back in the world. So, I, I would take the Chiefs to, to win the Titans to cover, and I would hammer the over.
2: Feels like the week to fade Kansas city, 79% of the money as we're talking on Kansas city right now, which has not been uh, the way it's gone. Last couple of weeks, Ravens at home, let's go Baltimore coming off a dominating win over the chargers, six and a half point favorites over Cincinnati, who maybe had maybe their best win of the year. The the number on this is 47.
0: Yeah, I kind of like Cincinnati here, not super firm on it, but I feel like this is a lot of points in a division game, a lot of familiarity. The Bengals' defense is actually much better than people kind of give them credit for. They are top five in success rate against the run, of course. Lamar Jackson, he's been a better passer of late, but still a run-first quarterback this team has built on the run. So I like Cincy to hang around here, maybe a slight lean towards the under, but I, I don't know. This feels like a lot of points for – this is a good Cincinnati team that's in the playoff hunt. It is
3: a good Cincinnati team. And I do think they're undervalued. That said, I will take the Ravens to cover for one reason. The Ravens in their, in their brief time here against burrow have played very well against them. Also Baltimore just has a history. Like they, when they win games, a lot of times they pound. Games. Now this year has been a little bit different. They, they did not pound Indianapolis. They needed to come back to win that game. They, they obviously needed the, the fluke of all flukes to beat Detroit. So I would stay away from this game. I wouldn't bet the game, or maybe I'd tease Baltimore down to a money line and just take him at a money line. But I I will take the Ravens to win by 7 to 10 points. I just think in this game, maybe they force a turnover to and they they get the job done. But since he is a live dog in the game.
2: It, it is always very challenging to actually circle, push the button, however you do it, and say, I am taking the Bengals, even when they're having a great year. For those of you who do it, and right now it's 32% of the betters. Congratulations. It's it's you're bold. You live your life in a dynamic way. I'm, I'm proud of you. All right. Raiders, John Gruden gone. They played their best game of the year up to four and two. They got the Eagles at home. They're a slight three point favorite, which is interesting. 48 is the number Reed.
0: Yeah. Uh, this feels like Eagles money line on the side or just pass. Like I, the Raiders are not a team. I want to back as a favorite, but I like them when they're underdogs so now they're a favorite against the Eagles. I have no interest in betting them. I kind of like the over. Both teams play pretty fast, top half of the league in, uh pace of play. Could rip off a few big plays. I kind of think Hurts could, you know, maybe slip out a few big runs, maybe get Miles Sanders involved. I lean over, I guess, Eagles' money line because I just can't back the Raiders as a favorite against pretty much anyone.
3: I'm, I might end up looking stupid for this, but I would I would take the Eagles. I just <laughs> – it's the kind of game. You could just see Hertz going nuts, running around. A car throws a pick to slay. It's you know, because I will say one thing: the Raiders' offensive line can be had, and the one thing Philadelphia can do is get home. Hargrave is a really, really good player. So is Fletcher Cox. Uh, Derek Barnett can play. So I, I will take the Eagles in this game. I, I, I kind of smell the upset here. You can almost see it coming. The Eagles have extra time off. They played last Thursday night. The Raiders, you know, I give them a lot of credit for beating Denver. I thought that would be a game where they'd come out flat as hell after everything that happened with Gruden. They didn't. They came out the opposite way. You wonder if emotionally they can keep that up. I just I don't know if they can. I will take Philly.
2: One of Carm's victorious picks last week. I had you. Non-John Gruden Raiders, I want to buy into the narrative that they're better without Gruden, so I would like to pl- I, I, I'm going to go trend as my friend and play the Raiders this week again, perhaps. I did uh, t- play against the Texans last week, which was one of my least st- stressful ones. Go Colts. Well was they, they were, I think, begging you to take Houston. And I think they're doing the same this week with a 17point spread, 17 with uh, the six and O Cardinals at home. The number being 48. Who's taking anybody want to be bold and take the points? I'll, I'll take the points.
0: Uh, I've been fading Arizona. It hasn't been going that well, but I'm going to, this is going to pay out for me eventually. I, <laughs> I got to keep going at this point. Uh, I think Arizona's a, I wouldn't say they're like the Steelers last year that started 11 0, but they feel a little fraudulent to me. Like this is not the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. Not to mention, um, short week against Green Bay next week. So looking ahead, maybe they take their foot off the gas. I like Houston getting 17. I just I think they could stay within this number. I know last week they got crushed by the Colts, but this is just too many points for me against Arizona.
2: Read, 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 read. <laughs> I like it. Live that Texan 17 point <laughs> Sunday dream. Burn there's,
3: there's not a chance in hell. I'm riding with Davis Mills. I don't care if they're giving up 20 points. I I I will I will take the Cardinals and swallow the points. Now, look, that, that is a lot of points. Okay. 17 points is a ton, but <laughs> I can't take Houston this year. I just can't, man. Like, I, you're basically asking me, do I think Arizona is going to get the 30? Because I don't think Houston's getting more than 13. So, do I think, can Arizona get the 30? Yeah, I think they get the 30. And by the way, one of three massive lines in the late games this week you got Arizona 17. The last I looked at Rams were like 15 and a half over the Lions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was another, oh, the, the Bucks. 13-and-a-half over Chicago, which I will say, and I don't know if, I don't think we have that on the rundown, I think the Bears are getting a little bit of a raw deal with that. That's a truckload of points, man. Like, 13-and-a-half? I, I would bet the Bears in that game, but that's neither here nor there.
2: The, the, you would be like 40% of the public, 46% of the public on that. It's, it's split on Tampa and Chicago. I played the Bears last week. That was my one loss. I blame Dan Hampton for that. But I guess I have to take my own accountability too. It's a bad how do you how do you how how did I talk myself into that? The Bears were so banged know. It was a bad, it was just a bad job. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you own me. All right. Colts and 49ers. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, Reed, read San Francisco is a four-point home favorite. Colts coming off their best win of the year. Uh, most people have buried Indy, And this is a game where, you know, I I don't know. Can you get well against the two and three 49er team with the with the 45 total?
0: Yeah, I I like the Colts here. I think, like you're saying, the Colts kind of a little undervalued here. They're getting healthier. They have the second best rush defense in the league on EPA per play. So I like this Colts team to shut down. I think it's going to be Jimmy G this weekend. So give me the Colts to stay within the number. I like the under also. You know, it's 44, I think, 45. I think this is going to be like a 17, 16, something like that type of game. Down to the wire. I think the Colts could hang around for sure.
3: I also like the Colts. I don't know if they win. I definitely think they cover. Um, the Niners, look, they're going to play Garoppolo this week because Lance is hurt. But they, they really have not been impressive this year, I, I, even beyond being two and three. You know, they, they beat the Lions and they beat the Eagles. That's it. They haven't won since. And they barely beat the Eagles. I, I don't know. I don't look at them and say, oh, they're a really good team. I don't think the Colts are really good either. I think they're about even. The games in San Francisco, the Niners are off a bye. I I think the Niners win a close game, but I think it's under four points.
0: Hey Reed. Good job, buddy. Ah, thank you. I appreciate it. Good first, good first impression. Oh,
2: fantastic. You were you were awesome. You were on it. You took risk. I loved everything about what you were bringing to the table. Congrats on uh, everything you guys are doing over at Bedsided. Everybody should be checking it out. Uh, Phenomenal, phenomenal dives into the NFL and the gambling world. BetSided.com, WinBet for all your gambling needs. Get your lines, spreads, whatever you want to do gambling-wise. Go to WinBet. Hey, Reed, we'll uh, we hope to see you down the line, brother. Here, or there, or somewhere in the uh, fan-sided world. Of course, thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, man. I really don't even have to ask you, Veran because the NBA kicks off or kicks off, tips off, right? I know my hoops, calm Yeah, I got it.
3: I got it. Wednesday night at the garden, by the way, nobody I'm sure saw this because why would you, you'd have to be deranged, but the Knicks played their final preseason game on Friday night against the wizards at the garden. And the Knicks were down something like 19 points in the fourth quarter and then came roaring back and won on a last second shot by Julius Randall. I'm not bringing this up because they won a game. That's irrelevant. It's preseason. I am bring it up because you watched the game and, and you didn't know it was a preseason game. And you just went by the crowd and said, What what moment of the season are they in? You would have said a playoff game. It was insane how loud it was at the garden. Like to the point, actually, Walt Frazier at one point was like, you can't hear the whistle. Like it was it was bedlam in that place as they were coming back.
2: The the garden last year in the playoffs was absolutely amazing. I'm going to a wedding in New York Thanksgiving time. Gotta see a game, Carl. Oh man, they play at they. No, do they have the Lakers on November twenty third? My God, I mean, if <laughs> I'm sending a text to our guy right now, Nick Wright, I'm I'm I'll be in New York for Lakers next. Come on, pull that ticket.
3: I I'm I will be in New York for Christmas, and they host the Hawks. That and would I here's here's a dirty secret of my life: I have never been to a Knicks game.
2: I know you've, you've told me that. It's, I've never been –
3: not for lack of, of effort. When I was a kid, my dad and I used to try to get tickets all the time. But we just couldn't. They were always sold out. It was before, you know, StubHub and everything else. You had to kind of get lucky. And then they became so terrible that you couldn't give me tickets to them. I, I, I didn't want to see Eddie Curry, okay? Um, but I will rectify that hopefully this year. Uh, that is that is the goal. But um, – Well, they're in Chicago
2: a week from Thursday, buddy. If you, you want to go – on, let's go. You want to do it? I'm Yeah absolutely all right come on down let's let's we'll, all right, we'll go let's to, talk let's we'll, make we'll, it happen i've let's, never let's, seen them
3: home or away in a, in a basketball game so let's right, do it i've
2: never been doing nba game period um all right we're, we're a week from thursday if you can make it happen let's go we'll yeah, see what, go. anybody else on um, the fan side of world wants to come they're more than welcome no um, no, no, no 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 i'm not dealing with all these people no, no okay, I'm, I'm,
3: okay i'm watching my knicks if it was oh. the bulls and somebody else fine although all i'm right. watching
2: the nick game okay me and you brother so i uh, that,
3: yeah, go ahead. No, no, they're opening Wednesday night against against the Celtics at the Garden. That place is going to be out of its mind. I am very much looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, listen, I like what I see. Toronto is always tough, but they're, they're not as good as the Knicks this year. I think most people would agree. Boston, everybody seems to love Boston. Maybe it's my anti-Celtics bias. I admit that. Tatum's amazing, and Brown's a really good player. Are they good anywhere else? Like, Smart's fine. Schroeder's fine. But, like, are they are they that good? Like, people are acting like they're just going to roll to 50 wins. I do not understand why.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I – it's too early for me to make a Boston Celtics prediction. But they – since you brought them up, they just cut Chicago product who's had a little bit of a rough road in the NBA, Jabari Parker, Who's only 26 years old. And last night for we've been there together, by the way, I, uh, a lot of, lot of stuff going on yesterday, working all day, whatever. So I was, it was eight o'clock at night. I'm like, I am not going to sleep Well, I need a workout. So I go over to the old East bank club. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot buckets for 20 minutes by myself, get, put my headphones in, get my bounce going. And then I'm going to go for the, the outdoor swim. Cause it's still warm enough to do it. So I walk in the gym and I look over and I'm like, who is that six foot, 10 inch African-American gentleman who's shooting buckets with two trainers? (laughs) And and, and I'm looking at him like, that's Jabari Parker. And I had, I did not know that the Celtics had cut him like, well, if he's here right now, he must've gotten cut. So I look it up. He's cut. And then I said to him, hey, uh, Mark Kerman over here, if you want some positive media, I'd love to talk to Jabari. He's like, yeah, no, he doesn't like media. I'm like, I know. I've, 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 yeah, I've I don't seen, either,
3: but here we are.
2: Yeah, I, I've seen Jabari in a Bulls uniform hating on the media and trying to lecture us on what's appropriate and what's not. But uh, if anybody's looking for depth, Jabari's working out on a Thursday night trying oh, to get I'll, shots up.
3: I'll tell you what, you know might be looking for a player? Sixers who Sixers. Who are dealing with?
2: Uh, we I guess close yeah. on all this. But
3: Ben Simmons, according to Shams, okay, who you know, who are, is one of the top insiders in the NBA, over, I believe at the Athletic these days, I guess, and Stadium, says, sources, Doc Rivers asked Ben Simmons to join a defensive drill today. Simmons refused. Rivers asked again. Simmons said no again. Rivers told Simmons he should go home, and Simmons dropped the ball and left. This was now, – now I'm breaking away from Champ's tweet. That was his tweet. That was then followed up by Simmons being suspended for the opener, okay? And then Joel Embiid saying, I don't care about that man. <laughs> I mean, that's where we are with the Sixers as we're opening up the NBA season. So, is a Nick fan, I feel good. I feel real good.
2: But did we lose you or did we lose me?
3: We lost one of us. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I think sure. it's me.
2: It's, it, it looks like We lost
3: Karm. Okay, good. So then my, my diatribe about Simmons stands. I Just just fascinating. By the way, nice job by the Sixers who have lost any ability to trade him for anything other than like spare parts at this point. It's
2: really been well done. Well, well, and that's where he's just an idiot. Dude, they want just just play nice. They'll talk you up. They'll say you're ideal, and then they'll trade you. This is not going to help you. It's you, helping no one. You,
3: like, it's helping no one. It makes him look awful, which, by the way, he, he's acting like a child.
2: Okay? He's an idiot. He's getting paid how much money? He like, also what? just he bought a $15 million home in La, in Los Angeles. You, like, have, you have bills to pay, dude. What is – but here's my thing with him. We can just – it's not a basketball
3: podcast, but people I think at this point have come to expect a little Knicks corner here at the end. Look – What is the argument for him? Like, how did they slight him? He's the one who sucked.
2: There's no suck in a playoff
3: series, was a disaster. What he doesn't like the fact he got booed. Get over it. You stunk. And then he's all all pissy about it. And watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Hey, look, man, you're getting paid a friggin' fortune. The team didn't do anything to you. You cost the team. Like, I I'll tell you right now. If I was another NBA general manager, you could not pay me to take him. I, you could not pay me to take him. The only way I would take him is if I was a team in one of these markets who can never get a star, and I just said, you know what, I'll take my chances. Sacramento, Cleveland. I know Cleveland, also was prompt. That's a special circumstance. You know, Oklahoma City. But then you ask yourself, like, is he just going to pout and be absolutely miserable the entire time? The answer is probably yes. So I would not like this idea. Of Portland's going to trade C.J. McCollum from him.
2: Why? There's not a chance I would do that. Uh, right. I wouldn't trade an end of the bench guy for him. I wouldn't. He's terrible. Uh, like I, I don't want him on my team. Which, uh, you know, I had Shaq on for the zillion time. He's always promoting something, and God bless him. But um, you know, he was just like. Just straight called him out, called him his little feelings. And I asked him, like, would anybody want this, guy? to your point? And no. Nope. And he thought it was going to get real interesting on the money. So um, I don't know. Ben's not doing himself any favors. All right. Hey, more importantly, thanks for listening to uh, the podcast. We appreciate everybody and hope that you are enjoying the football season as much as we are, even when Mer- Verram is having his Chiefs um, first half Rough Washington experience, which was very <laughs> enjoyable to watch on the back end, but stressed me out that I was definitely lost my Chiefs bet, which didn't happen, baby. Way to cover. Hey, um, any final thoughts here, everyone? We'll see you next week. Yeah,
3: next week. Let's get it. Uh,
2: good show by
3: you, Carm, and we we will talk uh, off air. We will get the Knicks and the Bulls. We'll make that happen. I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Carm. So I'm I'm in. I'm ready uh- to. I'm ready to go to the
2: madhouse on Madison and, and, and tip a few back. So uh, let's do it. All right, baby. Uh, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Progressive presents today's to-do list for your dog. Check front door. Check window. Check other window. Rest chin on ground. Look into distance. Bark for no reason. Check front door. Check window. Check other window. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Chase shiny ball. Lose shiny ball. Find shiny ball. Eat shiny ball. Get coverage for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with a purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms.